and welcome to episode 19 of Geekers Creepers, the podcast where we talk about the geeky side of life and we talk about the creepy side of life. I am your host, Rob, and I am joined by my co-host, the man who's cooler than Frosty the Snowman's nose, Jose. How's it going, Jose? Oh, 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 Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jose. Merry oh, Christmas. Oh, oh. This is all right, our, Robert. This is our final episode of the year. After this, Woo. it'll be 2021. Um, how was your how was your Christmas holidays? It was not bad. It was it was pretty good. Just uh, did a lot of gaming. I didn't uh, play my um, Christmas tradition games, so I started new games. I, uh, you know, playing some more um, racing games. What about yours? How was your Christmas? It was good. Uh, I just yeah. stayed in uh, due to COVID. Didn't go out. Didn't want to get uh, potentially anybody sick, so I just stayed in. Um, I did get uh, a Pac-Man mug from my family. So it's like, uh, uh, I, I don't know. It looks like it was one of those mugs that when it gets warm, like something will show up. I'm not sure if it does, but it does say Pac-Man on there. Oh, man, I love Pac-Man. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, of course, I did play some games. I finally, uh, I remember last week I mentioned that I got addicted to that, uh, the Primrose, the uh, the Primrose Lake, I think it's called. It's the one that's the, um, the uh, what is it called? Um it's like the it's a cell phone game in essence, but uh, yeah. I have for the Switch. I beat it. I beat the game. Like oh, I, I, I I was playing there's sixty levels and I just I got really into it, man. I'm sitting there by in the little cafe. I'm like, oh, I gotta serve him. I gotta serve him, you know. And it's got like a it's got a stupid story. It's like a, it's a it's a combination of Twin Peaks and Northern Exposure. Yeah, Northern yeah. Exposure is the movie, the TV show, right? Back in the eighties, uh, I think so. Um, and so it's got like a mystery to it, uh, and it's all cartoon. It's, it's cartoony. Look, it's, I, I would, uh, I lost my gaming card after I started playing that. Cause it is a total, uh, it, it's a total, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh just a mobile game at, at, at its finest, yeah. <laughs> but man, I got addicted. You and so, all yeah. the moms be playing that game. Pretty much, man. I, I mean, I think I was I was playing that while listening to one one point nine the mix because I was like I, I became a soccer mom. <laughs> soccer mom. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, we gotta get, we gotta snap you out of that, Robert. I'm glad you beat it so you can get back into real games. Um, Time for you to play some Halos or something where you yeah. kill people. <laughs> play the Halos. Call of Duties. <laughs> but of course, I mean, I, I did play my Dead by Daylight, but um, yeah, that was uh. That's pretty much it. I mean, any other games you've been playing recently? Uh, no, just uh, oh yeah, actually I did. Um, so I again I've been playing up. Man, I got to tell you, Xbox Game Pass. I'm sold on that. I, I am a <laughs> solid believer. I've seen the lights of Xbox Game Pass or Games Pass, whatever it's called. Um, so I was I've been playing. Oh man, um. Uh, Forza 7, I love that game. I, you know, I love racing games, so I was mm-hmm. going back and forth the other night between that and Gran Turismo Sport. But I downloaded um, Ori and the um, something Wisp. I forgot. What yeah, uh, the Will of the Wisp? The Will of the Wisp, yeah. Ori and the Will of the Wisp. And whoa, man, I was blown away by that game. I was like, whoo! I was like, this game is beautiful, man. It's in 4K with the Xbox One X. You know, 60 frames per second. I was like, yep, yep. I like this game, so I've been playing the hell out of that game. 
and that's all that's all free, right? Because not free, but it's included with the so uh, game, game pass. Games pass that. Yep, yep. That's why I was like, you know what? This is a damn good deal. The best and, deal in town, I think. Man, I'm telling you, if we were to go back to episode one or episode two of the podcast, I remember <laughs> those some trash talking from a Jose against the Xbox. Like, yeah, change yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to believe. You know, I'm kind of like, well, you know what? It's because I'm playing it for. Um, I know what it is. You know, I, I want I wanted the Xbox to be more. You know, it's mm-hmm. already it's already good now, but I want it to be PS4 great. You know, and it needs those exclusives at the end of the day. Yeah. So when you put it when you put that aside and you and you buy it for you know for the reasons I bought it, you know, which was for the backwards compatible with old games, upscaled, you know, whatever. Then with Games Pass, you know, it's a good system. It's a good console. So it's like you're a born again, a born again Xbox person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, now I kind of regret like buying all these like old P- like Resident Evil Two. I was like, damn man. I was like, I would have liked to have seen it on uh, Xbox One X, you know, on 4K. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll, uh, eventually I'll upgrade to. Well, we'll save that for later. But okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll um, save that for console watch. Console watch. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, that, that's uh people have been saying that's their favorite segment <laughs> they like your they like your um, uh your up to the My minute analysis yeah your analysis up to the minute analysis of gaming <laughs> um oh man so all right well let's get started here um let's get with started. uh we're gonna be talking about the news of the week uh mm-hmm. there isn't too much but there's some so with that said let's get started with the news of the week Okay, the first part that we're going to talk about, the first article or first piece of news is something that I never thought I would ever see. But yes, it's real. Kentucky Fried Chicken, or also known as KFC, Mm. is coming out with their own council. It is called the KF Council. Now, let me uh, read uh, this article from Collider. It says... Yes, the KFC Council is real and it's spectacular. In the history of gaming, there has never been a cutting-edge council that can also keep your fried chicken crispy and warm until now. After weeks of promises and the occasional delay, which was a not-so-subtle dig at CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk 2077, Kentucky Fried Chicken has made good by delivering the first look at the KF Council. Fans of the slightly skewed fast food marketing content over at KFC Gaming thought that this was uh, all a well-crafted joke right up until last night when the gaming rig slash chicken warmer itself was revealed. Some might still be skeptical and rightfully so. However, the fact that Cooler Master is on the design or at least in on the joke lends it lots of credibility to the new console. And uh, let me uh, share the video here. There's a reason mankind didn't peak with the discovery of fire or the invention of the wheel. It's a feeling inside all of us that compels us to go further, reach higher, and dream of ways to achieve the unachievable. 
when the odds are stacked against us and it seems like the entire world wants to tell us no. That's not possible. Surely that can't be done. And we look up to the stars and say, just watch me. Because we know that rules are made to be broken. We know that dreams are made to be followed. That the impossible is made to be possible. And that gaming consoles are made to evolve. Welcome to the next level in gaming innovation. <laughs> the KF console. Yeah. And that is the new KF console. That's going to be the uh, the new change in gaming. Um, give me one. Now, second. is it out already, or because or, if not, I'm going to start camping out right now. <laughs> it's not out yet. You might want to. Oh boy! Get your things ready. Uh, it says I'm, I'm going to put. Yeah, I'm going to put my tent out. <laughs> the Cooler Masters KFC console promises the latest titles in stunning 4K, 240 FPS. Uh, it. So the big thing about this, I don't know. Look, they're saying it's real. Look, it is. It looks like a bucket, like, um, you know, like the KFC buckets of chicken. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that, but just like a sleek black version of that. And so for anybody that's listening, if you take a look at it, it looks like that bucket of chicken. And it's it's supposed to be like a um, um, a tower for uh, for gaming or a gaming console. But it, there's a little slot that opens up where it keeps your chicken warm. So you can eat chicken. You know, you can keep it warm while you're playing video games. See, I, I thought that the, uh, that slot was so that you could put your game in there and it would like heat it up into 4K quality graphics. <laughs> nope. Those are just for those, those uh, greasy fingers while you're eating chicken, man. Mm. So the, uh, the kernel has done it once again. This time it's in, in gaming. Uh, I don't know... I think it's funny. I don't know if anybody's really gonna buy it. If it, I don't even know if it's real. Look, everybody's saying what it's real. What are you real. talking about? I'm buying it. I'm, <laughs> hey, we're doing console watch. We're gonna have to throw that onto the mix. <laughs> yes, that's gonna be the. Uh, I honestly, maybe I could see that selling out. I could see that being a, oh, a popular thing with the uh, with the gaming market. So. Yeah. Hey, and you don't need just KFC chicken. I have in there. You could put in there a pizza pocket to keep it warm. You could put in Popeye's chicken. Cinnamon buns. Cinnamon buns. You could do everything. Yeah. So at first I thought it was like a fryer. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be safe. But no, it's just keeping the chicken warm. Yeah, I'm definitely going to pick it up. Um, I'm going to try and get it day one. <laughs> I'm going to put it on eBay. And uh, retire after I saw it. <laughs> Sounds good, Jose. Sounds good. Maybe maybe we could pick up a few of them and get in the in the chicken market and the chicken racket. Oh um, yeah, yeah, that'd be good too. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be four uh, K chicken. Man, the under better than two K chicken. <laughs> the underground chicken racket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like I said, it is a slower news week <laughs> due to uh, the holidays, but. Well, who, who? What am I talking about? That is breaking news. That is, that's stunning. That's stunning. Yes. So, our other uh, topic of the week, and we only have really two because, like I said, it's not too much going on right now. But with this, I do. Uh, um, well, this is from IGN, and it says Sony has seven TV shows and three movies in development based on PlayStation games. Uh, let me quickly read this. It's a Sony Pictures chairman and CEO, Tony uh, 
Vince Aquera, has revealed that his studio is currently developing seven TV shows and three movies based on PlayStation games. As reported by Media Post, Vince Aquera announced the news while talking about Sony's idea to have much more integration between all of its entertainment properties, including PlayStation. We have no specific plan yet, Vince Aquera said, but we have a program within the company called Once Sony, you'll be seeing a lot more integration of Sony companies together. He then discussed that Sony's developing three movies and seven TV shows based on PlayStation games, but didn't go so far as to say if the Uncharted movie and the Last of Us TV series were included in that count. Vince Aquera also discussed whether or not Sony would be following the example set by Warner Brothers and potentially switch to a day and date release model for theaters and streaming services. He states, I don't think we'll be in the day and date release business. No, Vince Aquera answered. I think the economic model for very big budget movies require the windows that are in the flow now and we'll continue with that. We think 30 day windows are probably the best. It will allow us to amortize our marketing over the two windows, theatrical and home entertainment. So we think that is the way to go. Uh, PlayStation Productions was launched in 2019 and Sony stated that the new studio was already in production on its first slate of projects and has set up shop on the Sony Studios lot in Culver City and took a lot of inspiration from Marvel Studios. With that said, Jose, I know that they are coming out. I believe it's going to be HBO is going to have the Last of Us series uh, and the Uncharted movies filming right now. What do you think? I mean, okay, they say seven TV shows and three movies. What do you think they are and or what do you want them to be? If this is, and I guess they have to be a Sony um Sony exclusive. So, what do you think? Um, well, let's see. The Last of Us, t- uh, the Last of Us would be a great game, which they're already working on, as you said. Hmm. That would be pretty epic. Um, obviously, a God of War. You could do it kind of like a Game of Thrones theme, you know, style kind of game or uh, show. I mean, uh, let me see. What else do they have? Um, I could see God of War well, definitely being one. They can't do Spider Man, obviously. Yeah. Maybe like a Ratchet and Clank animated uh, show or something like that. I could see that. I could see like a Ratchet and Clank or a Spyro animated show. Now, yeah, like the, a Pixar style or whatever. Now we do know that there's a Metal Gear Solid coming out too, isn't there? We talked about this. Um, yeah, yeah, we did. We talked about it like a couple weeks ago. So I wonder if that's one of the ones also for the movies. Yeah, because there's talk that they're remaking a, a Metal Gear Solid for mm-hmm. PS5. Yeah. Even though they're not going to have Kojima, so I don't know if that's really. I mean, look at the last one they did without Kojima, and um, yeah. that was like a, that was a flop. It was a big fiasco. Yeah. Um, that, Let me see what else could they could they have? Hmm. So, you, like Spyro, Banzo, mm-hmm. was it Banzo Kazooie? Um, no, I think that's uh, Xbox. Oh, is it? Okay, all right. It's by Rare. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Uh, so you got Spyro, and who did you say was the other one? Um, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. You know, there was a movie already with that. Did you know that? Yeah, um, I actually have the game, and they were uh, heavily plugging that movie into yeah. the game. It just like That's it came and Maybe went. It did. It was very like you didn't hear. It must have not been good because you didn't hear anything like Sonic. You know, Sonic. You still hear about Sonic, mm-hmm. and you know, my nephew's already talking about part two. They're gonna have tails in it and knuckles, and he, he's really excited. Actually, you know and which yeah, movie. But- I'm surprised you haven't thought about this one because it's your, uh, it's your pretty much one of the big games you talk about. Which, if they made a movie out of this, would be awesome. Oh, Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, I didn't even think about that one to be honest. Oh, that'd be dope. 
Yeah, that would be cool. I was actually thinking of um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh man, that'd be a, that'd be pretty epic in itself. You yeah, know? I could. Okay, so if they did Shadow of the Colossus, Horizon Zero Dawn, I think that'd be awesome. I think God of War would be good too, but. You know, I don't know how willing they're. I don't know how much they're willing to go R rated. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. At the end of the day, if if they do yeah. a a God of War and it's like PG thirteen, that's not gonna be a good movie. It kind of it takes away from from the actual uh, the from what the game actually is. You know, that game God of War, all of them are a uh, they're violent games. Now, of they're course, they take place. And, uh, they have. Um, hidden sex, uh, sex <laughs> yeah, they do. In God of War One, there is that too. Menage a trois, mm-hmm. and it is it is it is risky. It's risque, and risque. Um, <laughs> and uh, and it's violent. I mean, it's and uh, of course, it all takes place in you know either uh, what is it uh, old uh, Greek uh, was it Greek gods, or it's also within the uh, Norse mythology. But still, you yeah. know, with that, it, it is it is a brutal game. And if they were to come out and say, well, it's going to be PG-13, I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will complain. I'll be one of them because I'm going to – I'll say this yeah, now. PG-13, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you, if you're going to keep the essence of that game, you have to make it a little uh, – you, you have to make it, you know, just you make, rated R. go all out. Yeah, rated R. Well, here, let me ask you this. The game – that you have to be an adult to play that uh, to buy that game at the store. They don't mm-hmm. let minors buy it, correct? I don't. I, I, I don't think so. Like, uh, I wonder what the age rating is for that. Let me see. I have at, it here. And for mature. And for mature, yeah. So that'd be uh, that sounds to me like it's rated um, PG thirteen. <laughs> that game is not PG thirteen, brother. It's uh... <laughs> Oh, it's a 17 plus, so you'd have to plus. make it rated R. Yeah. Rated R. Um, yeah. Now, if they do a Horizon Zero Dawn or Shadow of the Colossus, I could see that being a PG PG 13 movie. Um, I think yeah. sh- uh, I think you're right. Shadow of the Colossus movie would be really cool. You know what they could do also? Gran Turismo, the TV show. They can make it like a <laughs> speed racer. <laughs> you and your racing games. I, I'll, I'm going to tell you this. If they make a Gran Turismo, the movie, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> It's gonna be a TV show. Yeah, so it's like watching NASCAR. It's, just the cars going around the circles. No, it could be like a speed racer. You know, you can make a show like that where it's <laughs> themed around around cars. And this is, ladies and gentlemen, listeners. This is why Jose does not work in the movie industry. <laughs> well, you I, know what else? I, I got good? an idea. And the cars talk <laughs> to each other. They'll talk to each other. They speed around. Huh. You get some like it could be like Fast and Furious, you know, where you get like a bunch of young kids, you know, like <laughs> like hot twenty year old guys and girls <laughs> driving around and you know solving crimes with some fancy cars, <laughs> going at ninety plus miles an hour. I'd watch that. Okay, just well, look think... at Fast and Furious. They're like on Fast and Furious nine. They are. They are on Fast and Furious nine. Who knows? Yeah. You might be right. That might be the big hit of the uh, of twenty twenty one is is uh, your Gran Turismo um, the, uh, <laughs> the Gran Turismo meets Scooby Doo. A bunch of it could be like of... Night Rider. <laughs> yes, I there, see. There you go with the talking cars, Jose. You've already started it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. 
Hello, Michael. That's what's wrong with Hollywood. You see, it's been it's been flopping. So they need somebody like us to give them ideas <laughs> to make it flop even more. <laughs> hey, uh, Universal, you want to go bankrupt? Let me give you some ideas here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see what else can they do. Let me see here what we got for uh, PlayStation yeah. exclusive. Oh, you know what oh. else they could do for little kids? Astrobot. Astrobot would be a good one. Mm-hmm. So here's a few of them. Bloodborne. Um, I could see them uh, maybe, you know, that's real popular. Days Gone, that's at Zombie 1. Yeah, Infamous. Days Gone. Uh, and we, we already mentioned Uncharted. Uncharted. Yep, the Uncharted mm-hmm. ones. Let me see. I honestly think I think Horizon Zero Dawn would be a really good one. Oh, yours, uh, Detroit Become Human. Even though that's kind of like a movie as yeah. it is. Yeah, that's kind of that's that was a good game, by the way. Did you ever play it? No, I got it. I still gotta play that one. Oh man, yeah, give it a whirl, man. You'll like it. I'll have to check it out. Death Stranding, you played that one, didn't you? Oh yeah. Did you like that, that game? game? Sucked. Really? You know what? It's it's a weird game. I it's, thought you... I like it, mm-hmm. but I don't like it at the same mm-hmm. time. If that makes sense. Yeah, you know, everyone was like like raving about the graphics and i'm like i i've seen a lot better looking games than um death stranding mm-hmm. in my opinion it's very gray and dark mm-hmm. and they're not dark but it's just very gray and gloomy yeah like muddled colors yeah um, yeah yeah like horizon zero dawn that game pops you know mm-hmm. that's a that's a beautiful looking game but yeah and like i, I would say spider-man is the same thing spider-man is a is an awesome looking game and that kind of mm-hmm. um it's it's really colorful, you know the, the way they make New York. It's really colorful. Yeah, the little yeah. I've seen about Death Stranding, it one day, you know, when it goes on sale for really cheap, I'll buy it. Um, but I'm, I've got no interest in playing that one. And honestly, I think if you, yeah, I think you can make a movie or a TV show out of that, but I don't know if it'd be really that good. It's just it. Uh, I think, like we said earlier, I think doing a um, God of War would be awesome. Uh, that would be dope. Yeah. Definitely Shad- Uncharted, or yeah. not Uncharted, um, The Last of Us would be pretty interesting. And Shad- I'm, Shadow Colossus, I'm really wondering what that would be like. That would, that would, that would be dope. Yeah, that would that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one good thing about this is, not one, but one, uh, one of the many good things about if, if they make these movies is, hopefully it'll bring more people, you know, you'll see the show and you're like, hey, I, I want to play that game. And more people will be yeah. interested in, you know... Um, uh, Gran Turismo. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, all right. Well, these games. Yeah, those are actually our two topics for the day. That was pretty much it. Is there anything else you that you know of, Jose, that you want to talk about? Uh, no, you're right. It's been very quiet. You know, I think it's, you're absolutely right because of the holiday. Not not a lot of news going on, and. Um, it's all right, you know. Yeah, I'm sure something else will pick up. You you, you expected a uh, and you know we I think we have more that we're going to be talking about in our uh, uh, what do you call it um the our creepers creepy topics yeah mm-hmm. our creepers topics um all right so with that said we're going to go to our other segment our weekly segment of Jose Council Watch. Ho ho Jose Console. 
And we are back again with our weekly Jose Council Watch news. This is the part of Geekers Creepers where Jose tells us about the PS5. He tells us about the Xbox Series X. He tells us about all the new PC specs, including the KFC Council Watch. So he's going to tell us all about these new things. He's going to tell us all about this cutting edge technology. He is the man on the streets with firsthand knowledge of the next generation of gaming. Jose, what can you tell us about this next generation of gaming? I've got nothing. Every week. Ho, ho, Jose, console watch. And we are back to our regularly scheduled program. I'm trying, man. I'm still trying. <laughs> um, so for our topic <clears throat> this week, uh, we decided it's the new year coming up. So we decided to look back on on this past year. And, you know, uh, we, if we keep it to one or two games, but what I want to talk about are, is two things. One, our favorite game that we played this year. It can be an old game. It can be a new game. But just a favorite game we played this year. Of course, Jose and I, we don't, we're not, uh, professional uh, reviewers, so we don't, we can't get new copies of the games. Heck, we, we have a segment we call Cheapers Creepers. So we try to, you know, a lot of games that we play are the older versions. So for us, it's like, you know, what what was our favorite game that we played this year, as well as the most disappointing game that we played this year, um, or one of the more disappointing games. So I'm going to put the ball in your court, Jose. Uh, do you mm-hmm. want to start out with telling, you know, like, what your favorite game this year was and what the most disappointing was this year. Yeah. Uh, my most favorite game has to be for sure. Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah. Okay. I played a lot of that during uh, my furlough when I was furloughed um, uh, back in the spring. So, you know, I, I ended up playing that a lot and I spent lots, believe it or not, lots of hours in, um, they have a casino in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I was uh, doing a lot of gambling, a lot of virtual gambling, you know, playing some roulette. And um, I was like, you know, I think if, you know, at the time I was like, if only the casinos were open, I'd go in and, you know, I was so inspired by Yakuza that I wanted to go and gamble in real life. <laughs> and uh, no, Yakuza, was a, it was a great game. And um, I had a good time playing it. It was a perfect game for me in a furlough because uh, it's a long game. And I had plenty of time because I wasn't working. So... <laughs> It was perfect for that. Uh, let me see my least favorite game. Oh, and by the way, I, um, uh, on the cre- on the cheaper side, uh, the only reason I played that was because it was a free download on on PlayStation Network, so I was able to download that. The Yakuza game. Yeah, the okay. Yakuza game. Um, Kawami was a free download, so I had picked that up, and I was like, you know what? I hadn't played it. Um, you know, I downloaded it, but I didn't play it. I played a uh, Yakuza Zero, which I loved, which is why. Um, I downloaded Kiwami and I was like, you know what? This is a perfect time to play it. Like I said, I wasn't working and uh, I was like, what, what better time to play? And uh, so, yeah, that was a great game. Great pickup. You know, even if you could find it um, relatively cheap, I'd say pick it up. It's an awesome game. You won't be disappointed. Cool. Uh, my disappointment. Let me see. What was a disappointment? You know, um, I can't really say. Uh, probably. Hmm. Good disappointment. I don't know. I don't think I had a disappointing game this year. I think really? all the games I played were, were pretty decent. Yeah. Um, sadly, I didn't finish a lot of them, but um, like I was playing um, um, Paper Mario for the uh, for Nintendo Wii. 
And it's a good game, but I don't know. I just stopped playing it, mm-hmm. and uh, it happens. Yeah, I guess that um, was my disappointment that I didn't beat it. Didn't beat him. Hey, you can still. That's what twenty twenty one is for. Yeah, yeah, that's next, true. The next year. Yeah, my God. Uh, for me, I, I'm gonna use. I'm gonna have two games for my favorite game of the year. One of them was Spider Man. I finally got. You know, you kept telling me to play it, play it, play it during um, uh, the lockdown. I, you know, I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I got time. Let's play this. And I, from beginning, you know, I would wake up at eight in the morning and play that till like five at night, you know, or five great in the game. evening. It great was a great game. game. I think I, right after I got done with the main campaign and I, I think I didn't hundred percent it, but I came pretty close. Like I did almost all the side missions except the pigeon ones. The pigeon ones were too much, were a pain. Um, but then right afterwards I played the first DLC and, and then I beat that one right away. And I got to the second DLC. By that point, I was a little too, you know, it was kind of, I was, I had enough Spider-Man. Yeah. And it it was getting too uh, tough. So that's one of my games of the year, but my number one game of the year and still probably one of my favorite games of all time is the last of us part two. I know people are complaining. People hate it. I just think, I think people just don't understand that game, that game. When I got done playing that game, I just, it was like reading a good book or watching a really Mm. good movie where you just kind of, you know, you're just like, oh man, what, you know, it's just, it, it stuck with me. It really did yeah. stick with me. Um, I'm not kidding. Like that, that's a great, that, yeah. When you I play think, a game like that, where it sticks with you, you that's a, a sign of an epic game. And I am going to go back and play it. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe sometime next year. Uh, now, and I, I'm, I'm going to, put a spoiler out there so so there's a spoiler so in case anybody's oh. gonna play it um heads up but the one thing that the reason i want to go back and play it was when i first played it well actually let me ask this jose do you not want me to talk about that because you're gonna play it i can hold off no no go ahead talk about it because i'm probably gonna forget anyway so it's no problem okay so halfway through the game you know it feels like you're about to beat it because you're playing as ellie and you're kind of going towards the end and then you mm-hmm. switch to play as Abby, the who at, at by this at this point she's the bad guy, you know. You expect her, you know. She's just you don't like her at all. She does things that are, you know, she does things that are awful, uh, but you see it through Ellie's point of view. And then you start playing as Abby. And when I first started playing, I'm just like, oh, I I, I was a little aggravated. I'm like, I do not want to play this game as this person. Was this just stupid? And the and I'm like, okay, maybe it's just a short segment that we're just gonna play, and then you know, it'll go back to Ellie and the game will finish. No, it doesn't. Jose, this is halfway through. You play the second half of that game as the enemy and mm-hmm. you see her side of the story and it really builds on it. And, and you start to sympathize with her. You see where she's coming from, all the actions that she did. And the reason I want to go back and play it is because when I, when they first switched it over, I was, I was so just kind of like, I, I was, I was, angry that i was being forced to play her that i wasn't appreciating it i was just like all right Mm. this this section will be over right away there's no way they're gonna have me play this character for so long going back you know i want to go back and play it so i could actually you know take my time learn more about the character do what i have to do knowing that now you know this second this is only the second half of the game i'm not anywhere near close to done um Mm. but the crazy thing is even with that said when i got to the end of that game man I put the controller down and I just kind of sat there. I'm just like, I just, this game is, is unbelievable. It is a, 
it's a work of art, you know, epic. and uh, yeah, yeah, it's epic. And there are, don't get me wrong, there are issues, <clears throat> some things that, you know, story-wise where I could say like, I, I, I don't know if that was the best way to go about certain parts, but overall fantastic. So that's my favorite game of the year. And if probably my favorite game of the PS4 generation, to be honest, or one of them. Um, <clears throat> and as for though, my most disappointing game of the year, and I'm not, of course, of course, I'm always disappointed with uh, what do you call it, uh, Dead by Daylight. But that's, you know, that's like a, um, uh, that's like a, a tumultuous relationship. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a hate love relationship. But the, uh, but the actual game which I was disappointed was Fall Guys. I got that one. It was mm. a free download. I played it a handful of times, and I just didn't get it. I didn't get what all the hype was about. People on yeah. there are very, very toxic. I mean, that's part of the game. You're supposed to be competitive, but it gets to the point where, like, when you're really good, it just it's just not fun. I didn't see. I didn't really get the. I played maybe a handful of games, uh, of Fall Guys, maybe about maybe about ten. I just did not see what the uh, uh, what the excitement was about, or what what the uh, you know all this craze, the, the fall, yeah, all the buzz. I, I didn't get it. But yeah, that was. Well, I think you might not be alone because you don't you don't hear about it anymore. Like you did no. that first month. Yeah, that first month it was crazy. It like and... totally fell off the earth. Mm-hmm. Well, it was because of Among Us. Among Us came in and just boom. Yeah, stole its thunder. Well, maybe that's good because you know mm-hmm. it sounds like it was a, a disappointment. Actually, my disappointing game of the year is a game that didn't even come out. And that's Halo Infinite. You know, it's a uh, very disappointing that Xbox Series X launched without the game you know that they were hyping for years you know this is not just like this is almost like cyberpunk 2077 everyone knew it was coming and then they just you know everyone was so disappointed by the um by that trailer where yeah. you know it was almost laughable you know it's like and they're like nope scrap it and start all over it looks like so, they're starting all over i mean yeah. uh, I, I saw pictures of the new the upgrades that they have and it really doesn't look anything like the old like what they were trying to put out Look, I mm-hmm. I understand where they were coming from with that game. They wanted, they're saying we're bringing back the old Halo, um, you know, so people who like Halo can relive, you know, it's glory days when it first came out. Um, yeah. But it doesn't mean you keep the same graphics engine. Or, you know, you usually, <laughs> you know, you, you got to up, update it. And uh, yeah, again, my, my big thing is I've never been a big Halo fan. Uh I appreciate, you know, I played a handful of games and they're fun, but I've just, mm. I've never been a big fan. And I also don't think people keep talking about what a great story it has. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't, I don't see Halo really having a, a great story other than uh, there are these aliens. You got to go shoot them and that's it. Yeah. You know, I beat Halo 2 and I thought it was a great game back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. back in the Xbox days. Halo 3 was pretty good, too, but you're right. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, it's a great story, you know? Like, mm-hmm. to me, like, um, Zelda Wind Waker had a, had a better story. That had a mm-hmm. good story. And um, Shadow of the Colossus, you know, that has a great story, and that's mm-hmm. not really much going on in that game. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, Halo's just... Sadly, I think it's a, you know, a product of its era. Mm-hmm. Maybe like that in Gears of War, it's like, you know, Gears of War was cool last decade, but, you know, it's time to revamp or, you know, 
they got to do what Sony did with God of War and just like I I absolutely you know, agree. Fresh but take, but I my, I wonder how can they do that with the and uh, look at the like, end of the day I would have asked you how can they do that with Kratos because the guy's kind of a jerk you know he just wants to kill everything yeah. in ways he was like Calliope you know I mean that was <laughs> that was pretty much his whole his whole shtick, but they were able to build him up as um as a you know as a father a, a better character. Uh, somebody with you know who actually has some kind of substance and is still that angry guy at the end of the day. Um, yeah, but with Halo, I don't know. I, I it can be done. We saw it be done with uh, with God of War, but uh, yeah, it's I'll, I'll tell you this they, they I don't they weren't doing it the right way this uh, when they were trying to release it this year. That was not the way no. to uh, to do it. And you know what's weird also, like now that I think about it, like. Call of Duties are hits every year, and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like you would think, like, what is it about Halo that you know just does not connect like no, like it used to? Well, I, my it? big thing with the Call of Duty games, those are, uh, for lack of a better term, they're they're, like sports games. Yeah, they're like sort they're, of. I call them bro shooters. You know, you got like yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and when they come out each year, the people who you know people buy that game, a lot of them just buy you know a handful of games maybe one or two and that's one of the games they buy mm-hmm. they buy that they buy madden um yeah and, yeah. and every year they're gonna buy it because mm-hmm. you know it's it's they know what they what they like and yeah. so it's gonna sell i mean you don't even was it two years ago when they put the call of duty there wasn't even a story in that one they just said yeah we're just gonna do uh, a bunch of maps and there's gonna be the battle royale and it's still sold like gangbusters yeah, and people still complain, like, oh, my God, no story. It's like the first thing everyone does is go on multiplayer anyways. No one cares yeah. about a Call of Duty story. I mean, <laughs> in my opinion, you know, I don't buy Call of Duty for its epic story. You you play for the multiplayer, you know? At the end of and the day, yes. Actually, I, I don't fault EA for putting out a game just uh, multiplayer because, I'm, you know, I'm like, hey, it's Call of Duty. It's like a multiplayer for, like, you know, NBA or something like that. Like, yeah. Or not a, a story. Like a, a campaign, yeah. It's Which like, they do have him now. Yeah, it's kind of dumb, but <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you don't want to see the trials and tribulations of that of the kid going through uh, high school into the NBA. No, uh, no, I don't care about that or or any other sport. I really don't. Uh, care. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are the disappointing games, uh, Fall Guys, and and like I said, favorite game of this year was Last of Us and Spider Man. You know, Spider-Man yeah, was an older game, games. but Last of Us came out this year. I bought that literally. Uh, I, 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 first time in a long time, I pre-ordered a game. I pre-ordered that one, and and I till this day I don't understand the hate that it gets when people don't like it. I just I, at some point I think I'll, I'll do my own analysis to the game, and mm. and everybody has a right, of course, to their own opinion. I just personally mm. don't think they understood. Uh, they understood the story. I just think that. Okay, have you ever seen the movie Misery? Uh, no, I know what you're talking about. Though. Okay, so um, when the uh, the Kathy Bates character, and it's also in the book, mm-hmm. when the Kathy Bates character takes the author, she gets mad at him because he kills off one of the um, uh, he kills off the protagonist in, in his stories. Like he he has a book series, and he decides to kill mm-hmm. off the protagonist, and she goes nuts and uh, like tortures the guy and breaks his legs. And makes them rewrite it so the protagonist can live. And I think that's what a lot of people were doing with The Last of Us. They were 
kind of having like a little fit saying, well, that's not what I wanted in the game. Well, at the end of the day, that's not always, you know, a story isn't always going to have that happy ending. It's going to be surprising. It's going to, it's going to make you feel sick. It's going to sometimes uh, shock you. And if it's done, if it's done right, that's a good story. You know, it's yeah. this, you know, it wasn't, it, I don't think this, the game story was ever done to shock you for the sake of shocking you. It wasn't like, uh, you know, what do they call it? Like that, uh, like those gory movies, like, uh, what was it? <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about? Like those that are just gory for the sake of being gory. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but this was, uh, it was excellently done. And uh, definitely at some point, Jose, when you finally buy the game and play it, we got to have a conversation about this. Maybe sometime in 2023. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when it's in the um, $5 bin, I'll pick it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, uh, you'll be like, I, no. I'm like it's too expensive. <laughs> no, I don't know. The way you're making it sound, I really want to go pick it up like <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Just like, even though you've been talking about it for a long time, but mm. you know, I w- I've been watching a lot of videos um, for year-end reviews. You mm. know, of their favorite games, and every, you know, the, like I said, uh, one of my favorite uh, YouTubers, Happy Console Gamer, he raves about that game as well, and he loves that game. And you know, I respect his opinions, and obviously, I respect your opinion as well. And um, I just got to get into it, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, hopefully I'll pick it up soon. Well, like I said, when you do, we'll have a, we'll have our, a special, uh, uh, Geekers Creepers where we talk about that one. Yeah. Ooh, that's, so, cause that'd be pretty creepy too. I think it's a creepy game, It would game, be. Right? It is. It is a very creepy game. It's, it's extremely creepy, extremely unnerving game. Um, okay. so with that said, those are, our. it's, it's a short, today's going to be a short, uh, uh, Geeker side. So with that said, that's all our geeky topics. Of course, if you have any opinions of what we said or you want us to talk about something separately um, or you just want to throw something you know, our way, you can email us at geekerscreeperscast. I'm sorry, geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com. That's geekerscreeperscast, C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geekerscreepers, which I haven't been on Twitter for a while, so I got to double check on that one. Um, again, it's at geekerscreepers. Uh, with that said, Jose, is there anything else you need to say on the geeky side of things? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and get that uh, KFC console. Sounds good. Sounds so good. Add, we'll add that to the console watch next week. Cool. Keeping that chicken warm. Okay, so we'll be <laughs> right back, and uh, we'll be talking about uh, – well, let me real quick. We're going to start up – we're going to talk about the events of um, uh, the uh, the bombing in Nashville, kind of go over that. Usually we don't really bring up topics like this, but this is – you know, it's uh, something that happened. I think we should talk about that. And um, of course, we're going to take that seriously. We're going to be talking about the mystery of Duffy's cut. I'll go over that story. And uh, we're going to talk about mysteries we want solved in the new year or some mysteries we would like to have solved in the new year. So with that said, we'll be right back. Okay, so we are back, and the first topic we want to talk about is the uh, Nashville bombing that took place on Christmas morning. Uh, Jose, before I read the article, we got the CNN article, and again, you know, we're talking about this because I decided to, you know, I I wanted to talk about this because after viewing everything, I mean, we're getting more and more information about what's going on. You know, we still don't know exactly what happened. Well, we know we don't know exactly why it happened, but we're getting more information. Um, but I know when I saw this on Christmas morning, uh, 
I did, I went online and there was a, a video of what would happen right before the explosion. And the whole situation is creepy. And it's not, it's not like, you know, kind of ha ha, you know, this is a little creepy or, oh, is it ghouls and ghosts? No, this is something, this was an act of terrorism in America, domestic terrorism, which I, I hate to say this, but even the president hasn't said anything, which I think is kind of in and of itself a little bit uh, uh, disgusting. He should come out and say, this is, uh, this is domestic terrorism. It's, you know, we will do everything to prevent this from happening in the future, you know, but I mean, the fact that we're talking about it before the president is not a good thing. But with that said, Jose, when this happened on uh, Christmas morning, well, let me ask, when did you hear about this? When did you hear about it? Well, I heard the same thing, that there was an explosion in in Nashville. And and my first thought was, I thought it was going to be like some kind of gas leak or some kind of gas um, style explosion, you know, because you don't, you know, I didn't think terrorism at first. I was like, I don't think it was terrorism. I think it was like some kind of, um, like I said, underground uh, gas leak, you know, with some mm-hmm. pipes or something like that that caused the explosion. And, uh, you know, then that's when you started hearing that it could, you know, my first thought was hopefully no one was hurt because it was on mm-hmm. Christmas, you know, you don't want to see anything. And thankfully it doesn't look like anyone has perished, which is great, yes. great news, you know. And uh, I was really happy to hear about that. You know, the rest now becomes um, speculative, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I first heard about it, I was on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I guess I have a cousin, and I, I didn't realize he was out of Nashville because he posted something. He's like, uh, something stating, hey, explosion outside of my place. And you could actually see the, uh, like, it was, I think it was a picture he took. And mm-hmm. uh, and at first, I was just like, you know, I was thinking, oh, this is a... Uh, a gas leak and a, a pretty bad one, you know, but yeah. it was something, you know, maybe not a gas leak, maybe a transformer exploded, you know, something that was uh, something that wasn't a bomb. Somebody let, you know, put off a bomb, but let me read the article. This is from the CNN. Uh, this is from CNN. Uh, this is what happened on that day. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is what happened. Police said a boxy white RV arrived at second Avenue North in downtown Nashville at 1:22 AM. Friday. They later tweeted an image of the vehicle. Several hours later, a resident in the area said she woke up to what sounded like an automatic weapon. When she heard the sounds again, she called 911. Police said they were called to the location after reports of shots fired around 5.30 a.m. When officers responded to the scene, they found a white RV parked in front of an AT&T transmission building that was repeatedly broadcasting a warning that an explosion would occur in 15 minutes, police said. A computerized voice warned residents to evacuate now, the resident recalled. Nashville police officers involved in the response told reporters Sunday morning that the recording changed as they were working to evacuate residents from nearby buildings, eventually giving a three-minute warning as well as playing the 1964 song Downtown by Petulia Clark. The blast occurred at 6.30 a.m. Let me uh, play for you real quick, Jose, what the... uh, what the people heard in the in the morning when they were told right before the explosion and uh to the listeners i do apologize it, this may be a little bit it, I, I try to turn down the sound so hopefully it's not too loud okay this area must be now. this area 
All right. Um, yeah, Ooh. that is. Uh, That's creepy. Yes. Um, so they did find the guy. They believe they have. Uh, well, the person that did the bombing uh, was uh, they, they say was in the RV when it exploded. So he's no longer around. They're trying to piece together what happened. Uh, you know, of course, this is in front of the AT&T building. There have been uh, there have been theories. Some people say maybe it was a guy that thought the uh, COVID, you know, the whole what was it? The conspiracy that COVID was being spread through, you know, the 5G, the 5G. network. Yeah, I think maybe he thought that um, there was uh, and I'm not going to give the guy's name out. If you guys want, you can look him up. I don't think the guy needs to be. Uh, so so they killed a guy or he's arrested or what? No, he was in the RV when they blow when it blew oh. up. So what they found, they found human remains and they're saying that it was probably him because they do have video of him driving around with the RV and, um, and they believe that the human remains are him. And again, you know, it's creepy. I mean, could you imagine waking up early in the morning to being told you have to evacuate? My first thought would be, this is a joke, you know, or where are the police? Then second, I mean, this guy then plays downtown by Petuity Clark. You know that song, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like downtown. Yeah. Uh, so, downtown. yeah, and no, that in and of itself would be creepy. I mean, imagine that you're being told it's going to blow up. Downtown starts playing in the background, and then you know it has this countdown, and boom, you know it's the whole thing explodes. I don't know, man. This is uh, again, you know, this is definitely an act of terrorism. I know yeah, nobody this was definitely want but this is something that you have to like step back. And analyze everything and be like, who benefits? You know, mm-hmm. who like, like you said, if, if it was a conspiracy, if he thought, for example, um, COVID was responsible um, or five G was responsible for COVID and killing people, why would he blow something up? You know, where potentially he could kill people. That doesn't. Mm-hmm. That kind of doesn't make sense in itself. You know, like why would he do that? Like, no, yeah, so, this is. But this is insane. And again, I I don't want to get too political, but I, I mean, it gets on my nerves that the president hasn't, as of yet, and I looked at, well, I looked earlier, but the president hasn't come out and said anything. You have, I mean, in essence, this is a suicide bomber in America that did yeah. this on Christmas morning. Yes, nobody was hurt, but that doesn't mean that you know, the people that actually helped out a lot were the police. The police came in, knocked on people's doors, told people to leave. Those are the heroes that, you know, came in, the police and the firefighters getting everybody out of there. You know, this guy, he was, you know, look, if it was me, I probably would have been, I would have slept through the whole thing. You know, I wouldn't yeah. have known. And then to possibly. Yeah, it's all of that's kind of fishy. I mean, if you look at it, it's kind of like, you know, why would he do it like so early in the morning when, you know, Again, I don't know that neighborhood. Uh, obviously, I've never been to Nashville or anything like that. But he blew it up, you know, or, or whatever, uh, and potentially in, in downtown where not a, a lot of people would be on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. It, it's pretty much empty as it is. You know, it'd be like something like blowing something up in downtown Chicago on Christmas Day. There's just no one there. Yeah. You know, it's it's pretty much uh, it's empty. So I don't know what kind of message he was sending or anything like that. And again, we don't know all the details. You know, we don't know if, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a lot to uh, speculate right now because we just don't know. And I think, in my opinion, this is again my opinion, 
since no one died, it's not going to be a big deal. It's going to be like, well, you know, potentially the guy's dead. No one died, you know, case closed. And maybe that's, you know, look, at the end of the day, maybe that's how it'll be treated. But look, this is, if, if they don't treat this like a big deal, then the next crazy guy is going to say, well, hey, look, nobody's, you know, I'm going to do the same thing. Look, he got away with it. You know, in order to have that much, uh, you know, th- th- those many explosives, you would think some red flags would have shot up somewhere that, you know, the FBI or the police would have said, hey, this guy's, you know, getting a lot of explosives. And, wow. you know, I, my big thing is this is a, and again, it is an act of terrorism. It is no matter the reason he thought it was being done. If he hated AT&T because, you know, there were five G's or if he just didn't like AT&T because they were charging him too much, whatever it might be, it's still an act of terrorism. He was, he's no different than, you know, the suicide bombers that uh, America says that, you know, are, are, are evil and that we have to, you know, we're fighting against. Well, this guy did the same thing. The only difference is he did it in U S soil and, like I said, it, it's well, kind of. I know he was American. Was he American? I think so. Yeah, the guy. If you look at him, he he, he looks. He's got he's got a, an American name. He's it's a it's a white male, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's you know kind of similar to this, uh, what is it called? Ted Kaczynski, the suicide Timothy, bomber, Timothy, or, or Timothy yeah, McVeigh, or McVeigh. Um, mm-hmm. Things that you know, he, he's we're lucky that nobody was you know nobody other than the the guy died the oh. the bomber, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, when I, when I saw the video and I heard about this, my first, you know, I was like, this is really scary. Just the thought of, you know, how it all set down, he had the RV ready to blow up. And um, yeah, I hope, I, I hope that we find out why the guy did it, to be honest, because there's also the, uh, the possibility that, you know, was he just the only one or were there, are there other people? Was it, you know, in order to get all these, yeah, is there some kind of like little club where, you know, these guys believe they're doing the right thing? Um, but yeah, that was you know, I just want to touch base on that. I think uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's not one of those whatever. where. Go ahead. At the end of the, at the end of the day, I always when there's something like that, it just goes to show that when the, you know once when there's an evil person, there's really no stopping them. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to do whatever they want, you know, because they're evil, man. Only an evil person would want to, you know, do something like that. And um, sadly, I don't think there's anything that could be done. You know, you really can't do anything about it. You just yeah. got to, um, you know, what do you call it? Be aware of your surroundings at all times. And, um, you know, I mean, anything can happen, you know, like, you know, in today's world, right? Um, you, you know, you could be that, you know, in a park somewhere and then someone will just, you know, for some reason, just plow their car and kill like mm-hmm. three, you know, yeah. three or four people for no reason. It's like, it's just, you know, I, I mean, I hate to s- sound like, you know, biblical, but it's just signs of the times, you know, it's just different times and it's just people just don't care and they're just heartless. And um, yeah, just, can't, you know, again, I don't think there's anything anyone could do, you know, to, you know, I know I've been ripping on the FBI as, as mm-hmm. of late, but I mean, what can they do? There's really nothing, you know, well, I think we don't know one, much about them. The one thing I hope they learn about or learn from this is, again, this guy was able to amass all these materials, all this material to, you know, create a bomb. How did he get it? You know, look into it so it doesn't happen again. 
you know, cause there, there had to have been signs. It's not like, look, if you and I wanted to, you know, make a bomb, I wouldn't know how to do it. And if I was going to get the material, yeah. I would think like I would be stopped right away. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, hopefully we'll get some answers on this. I just, and yeah. again, this isn't one of our usual topics, but I thought it might be kind of important to talk about, you know, especially because it's, uh, um, it definitely is creepy. I'll say that, but uh, yeah, you know, it's creepy, you know, it happened on Christmas. Mm -hmm. I was definitely trying to say, well, you could tell he's, he's obviously not a Christian, you know, <laughs> he's I mean, trying to set some, some, his own message or whatever he was trying to do. Yeah. You know, if, if he's a Christian, you know, there's no way anyone would do that, you know, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's just sad. But like I said, thankfully it appears the only person that perished was the guy responsible. So, you know, that's, that's the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel mm -hmm. in my book. So, Jose, with that said, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back with our, our creepy topic. The Mystery of Duffy's Cut, An Apparition and Strange Occurrences Many years ago, twin brothers Frank and William Bill Watson were told a ghost story by their grandfather. He said that according to a file kept by the Pennsylvania Railroad Company, 57 Irish laborers who had been constructing a particularly difficult stretch of the Philadelphia and Columbia Railroad between Malvern and Fraser died suddenly in that rural valley two months after many of them had arrived in Philadelphia on a ship from Derry. Their bodies were buried hastily in the dirt and gravel fill that would soon support railroad tracks. One night, a man walking home from a tavern reported seeing blue and green ghosts dancing in the mist at Duffy's Cut. Grandfather Watson, a railroad, a railroad worker, repeated the ghost story every family Thanksgiving dinner, so it became imprinted on his grandson's memories. They never forgot it, and it led to the discovery of a previously unknown mass grave and possible evidence of murder. No one alive knows exactly what happened during the Syrian August of 1832 in the rough slice of a southeastern Pennsylvania known as Duffy's Cut. Duffy's Cut is the name given to a stand of thick woodland on the outskirt of Malvern, an affluent town in Pennsylvania. For more than 170 years, on the rare occasions that the deaths were mentioned at all, they were attributed to the outbreak of Asiatic cholera that had swept through the region, killing thousands. Now, after several years of poking around and several more of focused digging, it's become increasingly clear that something more sinister happened as well. Official records of the deaths at Duffy's Cut remain locked in the vaults of the Pennsylvania Railroad until Joseph Tripican, a secretary to a former PRR, which is the Pennsylvania Railroad president, removed them and kept the file after the company's bankruptcy in 1970. Joseph Tripican, a talented Sicilian immigrant, had spent five decades working for the company, including a number of years as assistant to President Clement. 
In the 1990s, one of Tripacan's sons, Reverend Dr. Frank Watson, inherited the file when his grandfather died. He decided to begin to research the history and investigate it along with his brother, William Watson, and professors Earl Schandelmeyer and John Eights of Immaculate University in Pennsylvania. Their quest, called the Duffy's Cut Project, is named for Philip Duffy, who hired the Irishmen to build a section of the railroad known as a cut. It was PRR file number 004.01C. I took one look at it and realized it was a hidden history connected to the very area where I had gotten a job at Immaculata, says Bill. I knew I had to find that spot. Then something in the file caught his eye. It was a newspaper story from June 1889 by Julian Sash titled The Legend About Duffy's Cut on the Pennsylvania Railroad Between Malvern and Fraser." transcribed on PRR letterhead as part of the official file. The story included a lengthy interview with an area, elderly area resident. It states, on a warm murky night in September 1832, just weeks after the Irishman had been buried, the man recounted he had been returning from the Green, tea, green Tree Inn and was walking along the railroad when he came to Duffy's Field. He told his interviewer, the night was hot and foggy, so I trudged up between the stone blocks, the railroad sills on which the tracks were laid, until I got on the fill and there I saw with my own eyes the ghost of the Irishman who died with the cholera, a dancing around the big trench where they were buried. It's true, mister, it was awful. Why, they looked as if they were kind of green and blue fire, and they were a hopping and bobbing in their graves. I had heard the Irishmen were haunting the place because they were buried without the benefit of clergy. Sash gently challenged the elderly resident, but the man insisted that what he had seen were the disembodied spirits of the laborers who were buried in the trench. And he added, I hadn't been drinking no whiskey either that night. One of the pieces of the correspondence in the file told us X marks the spot, said Frank. He added that the document suggested that the men were buried where they were making the fill, which is the original railroad bridge. In 2002, the brothers began digging and searching. The research led to the finding of a mass grave where they believe 57 Irish immigrants met violent deaths after cholera epidemic struck in 1832. For over five years, Dr. Frank Watson, his brother William, and a team from Immaculata University have been searching for the men's remains, and one day they made the breakthrough they were waiting for. Among the bones was a pipe with an Irish flag on it. However, the brothers aren't satisfied that cholera was necessarily the cause of the immigrants' death. They suspect foul play. On March 20th, 2009, the first human skulls were unearthed, consisting of two skulls, six teeth, and 80 other bones. We discovered the first two skulls, said Dr. Watson, and the next day they even found more human skeletons. Janet Mange, a forensic scientist at the University of Pennsylvania, who examined the remains, discovered that several skulls showed signs of trauma. She said, when we started to take out the skeletons, six and seven, the trauma became even more dramatic. In the case of skeleton six, the trauma is thin, long, and narrow. This person was clunked in the head at around the time of death. One skull shows a perforation suspiciously like a bullet hole, Monge said of the bodies. If they had cholera, it didn't kill them. I would say something else did, but they may have had cholera too. This is a murder mystery from over 170 years ago, and it's finally coming to the light of day no wonder the spirits do not lie easy in their unmarked graves, Frank Watson said. With that said, 
We'll be right back. Okay, Jose. Oh, man. So, uh, again, I want to say, oh, I'll include a link to this uh, webpage. Uh, it is uh, from the Anomalian. Uh, so we've we've got things from here. This was uh, now. I do have to state this was uh, the source was from a paranormal magazine, but uh, you know at this point I'll just take this as uh, regarding the finding as true. Uh, with that said, Jose, what do you think about this story, man? Man, that was a creepy story, no doubt. Yeah, I mean it's. Man, it's sad. It seems like those poor Irish guys came over here and, you know, worked their tails off to, um, you know, build this railroad. And uh, sadly, all of them met their demise, man, yeah. and um, buried alive. Or I don't know if they were buried alive, but definitely um, buried. Like a mass and, grave. You think like, about that. Right, right. You go, you go to a new land, you die, and you don't even get a proper burial. You're just buried. You know, it's a mass grave. And on top of it, some of them yeah. might not even die of cholera. You know, it says whatever it had like a look, yeah. look like a bullet hole. The other one was clunked in the head. Yeah, That's crazy. It's, um, I, I could definitely see how the, uh, a place like that could be haunted. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like you said, a lot of restless souls there. You know, who who um, didn't get the proper, um, you know, burial. You know, they were just buried in the ground like like animals. You know, just yeah. like a bunch of, of of dead animals. Like here you go, like just. Who knows what could have happened, man? That's a, a very tragic story, man. You know, and look at, at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm always the skeptic. I don't really think that the ghost thing exists. Mm-hmm. But if they do, this would be a place where ghosts would exist oh. because, like mm-hmm. you said, it's like, you know, they, yeah, uh, they never, you know, never. They came haunted over here, so, yeah, haunted. They didn't get to see their families. They, you know, passed away in a foreign land. They were just thrown, you know, like kind of like animals. You just kind of, poop, you know, yeah. put them in, the, put them in this grave. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I, I'll be honest. If if uh, if this place was near me, I would want to go see it, get check it out to see, you know, like what is this place, you know? And yeah, you know, do you see the uh, the green and the and the blue lights of the dancing of the dancing Irishman? You know? Yeah, and you he, know. Um... No, obviously the story took place a long time ago, and mm-hmm. um, back then I would imagine, you know, it's uh, back in the 1800s. You know, it's a lot easier to, um, I would say, to kill somebody, you know, than it is in, to, in today's uh, world, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no surveillance, there's no uh, cameras everywhere. Uh, you know, back then it was, you know, probably not even any electricity anywhere, and you know, it's very easy to probably kill, you know. I mean, what could have happened, you know, again, I don't know. Um, they, they were used to um, build these railroad tracks. Who knows? Maybe the guy didn't have money to pay him. It was probably just like, you know yeah. what? It's probably better just to ki- better off killing him. Yeah. And, I um, mean, you know. It was, it, hmm. Well, no, no, you're right. I mean, it, people could get away with a lot more up hmm. at that time. I don't even know if they did, if they had fingerprint analysis. They probably didn't, you know. Probably yeah. not, yeah. And so, you know, and you know, of course not no DNA, you know, there was anything with, of course, not, nothing with DNA. So people no. could, people could get away with things and not be caught. And you're right. Maybe that's, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was something, you know, at the end of the day, let's say there were people that had cholera and, you know, they're so sick. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I'm, I'm just speculating here, but 
Yeah. If you're if you're gonna build a mass grave and throw these people in there like they're you know like they're animals, maybe whoever did this you know did treat them like animals. Somebody's so sick. Yeah. It's like what are you gonna do? Are you going to, you know, take this Irish man and and take him to a doctor and pay for medical bills and take him all the way back to civilization where mm-hmm. he can get cured? Or is it like well, it's you know it's just a it's just an Irish person. You know, let's just you yeah. know clock him in the head, put him in the grave. We'll get some more when they come off the boat. You know, and, and, you know, as I'm not, I'm not saying that to be facetious, I'm saying that, you know, maybe that was their mentality. That was what they were thinking, right? Right. you know, because it's the 1800s, you know, things were, things were different and not different in a better way, but, you know, people from Ireland that came here were, were not, and don't get me wrong. It it happens now with, you know, happens now with Mexican people. Yeah. With immigrants. You know, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's they a constant, it it's a constant circle, but maybe that's what happened that, you know. Right. That's what I was going to say. You know, um, a lot of the immigrants back then, whether it was uh, the Irish and then later on the Italians, you know, they were all mistreated when they, when they came here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that could have been what happened. I mean, because even if they all had a, a cholera, right? Like, did all of them have it all at the same time when they were like, all right, yeah. or did one of them have it? And they were like, all right, one of them has it. Let's just kill all of them, you know, or did all of them have it? And well, they're probably going to die. And uh, what about the people that killed them? You know, why didn't they um, get cholera? You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a weird story. Yeah. It, it's, it's a sad story, weird story. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, if, if there's haunted places, this would definitely be one. Um, and it would be kind of creepy to be driving by there and seeing, you know, a bunch of people dancing late at night, you know, kind of so like, uh, yeah, a bunch of Irishmen, you know, in the afterlife, not, um, not my idea of a fun time, but, you know, uh, you know, if, if anybody, if there, there's places that should be haunted, it should be the, whoever, if someone actually, whoever put these people in a mass burial pot should be the one that should be haunted. That's not a way to, yeah. you know, that's just an awful way to treat a, a human being, you know? Right. No, absolutely. And it just some, some, seems um, something about that time period, uh, period where it's just very like creepy and haunting, you know, mm-hmm. the 1800s, you know, it's just very, um, maybe because it's old, I don't know. It just seems like it'd be more like prone to like hauntings and stuff like that. Well, you know, if, if people, you know, I think, uh, you know, like you said, people could get away with a lot more at that time. No. You know, you know, no who's gonna who's gonna search for the Irish person, you know, after that person disappears. Uh, yeah, you know, people got and away you know, with a lot, and it was you know, it was a lot of r- racial injustices, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of them, like I said, a lot of them probably came here, you know, without families. You know, they probably left their families mm-hmm. back home in Ireland or whatever. And, um, you know, came here probably trying to start a new life. And, you know, sadly, you know, like you said, who's going to, you know, who's going to report them missing, you know, yeah. like they had no family here, probably, you know, of many of them. And, um, who's and even if them? you do report them, you know, like at that time you have like, you know, let's say it's their wife, you know, if, if mm-hmm. they're treated so badly, you the police might say like, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll look for them. Wink, wink. You know, you're right, not right. You're just an Irish immigrant, you know. We'll we'll do what we can. We'll we'll get to it after we, uh, you know, after we get done with our uh, with our lunch break, you know. And it's yeah. just, uh, yeah, yeah. They probably went around a block like, nope, we didn't find anyone. Yep. <laughs> didn't see probably anybody. Ran yeah. off with somebody else. 
So yeah, that's a yeah. This is this is a creepy story. I'll, I'll like I said, I'll include a link, and um, maybe uh, if anybody, uh, if any listeners are out in Duffy's Cut, they can write in and tell us, hey, uh, I've seen the Dancing Irishman, or maybe they can give us more information about this, or they can tell us that this is all just a a fake uh, article that I just read. <laughs> you know, who knows? Uh, now, I, I'd like to know if that uh, railroad track is still in existence. That'd be pretty interesting. Be. I mean, these, yeah, I think a lot of them probably. There's even oh, actually, you know what? There is a uh, there is a sign that says that uh, uh, that's located there. It says Duffy's Cut Mass Grave. Nearby is the mass grave of 57 Irish immigrant workers who died in August 1832 of cholera. Of cholera, they had recently arrived in the United States and were employed by a construction contractor named Duffy for the Philadelphia and Columbia Railroad. Prejudice against Irish Catholics contributed to the denial of care to the workers. Their illness oh. and death typified the hazards faced by many 19th century immigrant industrial workers. And that's a sign yeah. that's there. So, yeah, look at that. We were, we're right oh. that the, you know, it was kind of had to deal with the, the prejudice. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my step. Sad, man. So, yeah, if anybody has any more information about this or wants to write in, give us their opinion, feel free. Our email is geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com. Or you could send us a message on Twitter at Geekers Creepers. We're going to take one more break and we will be right back with uh, mysteries. Just a quick conversation with Jose and I. Mysteries we want solved in the new year. Yeah. And we are back. So, Jose, mm-hmm. mysteries, you know, and it could be anything. It could be. Uh, as uh, you know, we talk about creepy topics, topics that we don't know what happened, um, you know, with X, Y, and Z. So if you were to say, I want this mystery, I want an answer to it. Which one would yours be mm-hmm. for the new year? Oh, man. I, so I'm going to give you that, the answer to that and what I suspect may have happened. Okay. Now, this is totally just... Um, Again, I'm probably uh, I'm probably 100% wrong, but anyways, I would like to see the Malaysian airplane mystery solved. Ooh, what? That's from like 2010, right? Uh, no, no, I think it's sooner than that. Probably like 2000, and I want to say maybe like uh, 15 or something. Okay, like that. okay, 16. I believe, I believe it's somewhere around that time frame. Yeah, because that's like I don't know. It's just it was such a big. Um, you know, mystery is just a plane just disappeared. You know, it's like there's no sign of wreckage, no sign of of, of distress, you know, coming from the uh, from from the airplane. It's just disappeared, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember thinking a long time ago, I was like, you know what's going to happen? I thought maybe it got hijacked by terrorists. Really? I was like, I think I was like, I think the plane got, you know, speaking about that earlier when we were talking about the terrorists um, uh, that happened in Nashville, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I think that plane was probably hijacked by terrorists and they're going to use it as a weapon like in the future. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, that's just my theory. <laughs> I know so, it probably crashed so into the ocean. You think that the terrorists got it as they're using it and they right now have access to the plane? Yep, they're probably loading it right now with like tons of bombs and they're going to be like, you know, they're going to blow it up somewhere. <laughs> Jeez. So where are the people at? They're dead. 
they're, <laughs> they're terrorists. They probably killed him. No, no, no. But um, I would like to see that mystery solved because I really don't know what happened. I think, um, sadly, I do think that the uh, plane um, crashed somewhere in the Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. you know. And um, yeah, uh, that would be my mystery that I would like to uh, see resolved in 2021. Why would you? Okay, so why do you think the terrorists would have taken it? Because there was no distress call? No, I just thought, you know, I was like, well, no one knew what was going on. So I was just mm-hmm. like, well, you know, that was just my, you know, wild um, guess as to what could have happened other than um, it just crashing into the sea, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I remember when that happened, uh, like, uh, it was just, uh, yeah, I, that story kind of like, the people still talk about it a lot. Yeah. Wasn't it like around that time there were like a few planes that had crashed too? Like there were there was a couple um, uh, 747 Maxes that crashed just yeah. a few years ago, but those are due, due to faulty uh, Boeing crappy airplanes more yeah, than anything. Boeing's, you know? um, yeah, uh, it would be nice if they could fight it. You know, one because to give you know people some type of solace to say, look, hey, we find your family yeah. members. This is where they're at. Um, uh, but. Yeah, I think I think more likely than not, it's probably they probably fell somewhere in the ocean. And the, you know, of course, the ocean's so big, you know, it's it's hard to find. You know, you oh, talk about yeah. a needle in so a haystack, finding... it's going to be impossible. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, you know, one of the reasons why uh, my theory of terrorism is because it's happened before. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of terrorists have captured airplanes, and um, as as you recall, I was talking about this. Um, I had seen a story about this. On one of my favorite uh, YouTube channels, the Flight Channel. Do you remember I was talking about that? I believe so. Yeah. So they had actually re- re- uh, recreated um, um, one of those tragedies. That this is a true story. So this plane was somewhere. Um, uh, I can't remember where it was in. Um, oh gosh, I don't remember. Somewhere in Africa, right? And terrorists took over the plane, and they wanted the pilot to fly it to. I want to say, I think. Um, um, I can't remember what country. I want to say maybe Australia, right? Let's just say, for example. And the pilot was telling him, like, we can't fly to Australia because we don't have enough fuel to go to Australia. We only have enough fuel to, like, go to our destination. And the terrorists were like, you're lying. You know, they were telling the pilot that he was Mm -hmm. lying. And he was like, I'm, you know, why would I lie? You know, you have, you know, you have us hostage on this plane. And they forced them, you know, at gunpoint to fly. (laughs) to try and fly to Australia, <laughs> wherever it was that they were going, and the plane ran out of gas and crashed in the, in the ocean, you know? Wait, when was this? Yeah. Um, I don't remember when it was, um, but like I said, I saw it on the Flight Channel, and uh, they recreated it, and I was just like, oh my god, these terrorists are so stupid, you know, like, <laughs> like, why, like, like the pilot said, why would he lie, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, we don't, and in theory, it makes sense. Why would, you know, they only have enough fuel to go to yeah. the you know, barely enough. You know, they're not going to overdo it. You know, and, like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not laughing, you know, I'm not, I'm not laughing at what, what happened, but I'm just thinking, um, like, imagine that would happen and you're the pilot and you keep telling these people, you're like, look, I don't have the fuel. And, and, they're, and they're, they don't believe you. At the point where the plane yeah. is going down, I could just imagine, I know at that point, the pilot's just like, well, you know, this is it. Yeah, but you know, there's yeah. there's a little piece <laughs> in his head where he's just like, "I told you so, you yeah, idiot." I told you, yeah, I told you, idiots. Or just to kind of look, kind of look at their faces, you know, at the at the at the hijackers' faces and be like, "I told you," you know, yeah. that little at least 
in the worst of the situation, there's a little comfort that he's in the back of his mind. He's going to be like, I was right. <laughs> you bunch mm-hmm. of dumb hijackers. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely look it up at the flight channel. You know, that's a great channel. Um, they actually recreated the uh, Malaysian flight as well too. What they speculate hmm. happened that, you know, it just went down to the ocean as well. And it's a very good, interesting channel. Like I said, it made me, um, I'm now afraid to fly you know, permanently <laughs> because of that channel. <laughs> But it's a good channel. It's well, you know, channel. when you think about it, like, look, at the end of the day, planes mm-hmm. are these huge metal containers that are yeah. in the air. I mean, it's like when you think about it, you just say, mm-hmm. how does this even work? And I know there's a science to it. And I know yeah. people can explain it to me. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, OK, that, that's how it works. But it's still mm-hmm. amazing that this huge chunk of metal can be in the air and fly. You know, it's it just boggles the mind. Well, you know what's even more mind-boggling? How it's a, this huge, um, like you said, piece of metal that's flying, but it's all tied together by like little tiny screws. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Tiny screws and bolts everywhere. It's like, yeah, man, these are like the smallest things ever. It's like <laughs> holding up the plane in one piece. And it's just—it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. So that's my, um, um, you know, I hope that they find my uh, resolved mystery, I guess. Not okay. unsolved. I want it resolved. Resolved. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? Mine mine is one that one day I'd like to go over this topic at one point. Like maybe when we do more episodes. But there's mm-hmm. the missing case of Johnny Gosh. You ever heard about this kid? Nah. Johnny All right. So Gosh. Johnny Gosh went missing. He's, he's actually uh, pretty famous for being one of the first kids on milk cartons. You know, they used to put missing kids on oh, milk cartons. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is back, I want to say, late 80s, or not sorry, not, not late 80s, early 80s, or maybe it was late 70s that he went missing. And there's a lot of crazy things that are going on that that with this story. So he was, they saw a car and they and they picked him up. They said that they saw like a car peel off and he was doing his paper route. And then he was gone. They just found his bike and they found like the bags of papers, but he he was abducted. Mm-hmm. And at the time, uh, Johnny was, he wasn't like, like three or four. I mean, he, I think he was like, maybe either he was starting high school or he was like eighth, seventh, eighth grade. And, and to this day, like people don't know what happened, but like his mom, supposedly his mom says that he came back to visit her and when he got older and he said stuff like, uh, uh, that, uh, he can't stay long, that people are still, uh, he, you know, he could he could put his family in danger if if they know he's visiting. There's also instances yeah. where uh, there was a scandal that revolved around him missing, and one of the reasons why this story, look, at one point, and and like I said, at one point I would like to go more into detail about this whole thing, but it seemed very conspiracy theory because they said, well, he was probably taken and used for um, uh, what do they oh, call it? No. Yeah, like the sex you know, slave. yeah, sex slave thing, and that it was run by uh, by political figures, and and so as crazy as that sounds, look, man, you, everybody knows what's going on with the whole Epstein thing, right? You know the the guy that you know supposedly killed himself. Yeah. Um, and with that said, you know that in and of itself is Explosive. you know that's a a scandal regarding um, uh, you know, regarding children and their abuse and that mm-hmm. it seems like that's got legs and you know, that it's might actually a lot be, of legs. yeah. And so 
the the story of Johnny Gash doesn't seem so far fetched now. And there was also, like I said, there was there was something known as a Franklin scandal that was part of you know that it's tied to the missing case of Johnny Gash. It was a Franklin scandal. Plus, there's also um, there was one guy that came out and uh, testified against saying that he was also uh, used in um, uh, in this child, you know, in this child abuse ring. And that he was testifying against saying that he would talk and he would say who it was and what they did to him. He also said that he met Johnny while he was in this. But again, they he nothing came out of it. They just they kind of swept it under the rug. And Mm -hmm. Now that these things are coming out with Epstein, I hope that 2021 will get us a resolution as to what happened to Johnny. Because look, at the end of the day, maybe he was abducted just by some strange person and all of this is far-fetched. Um, and I do have to say that his mom, is she's still alive and she still hopes that he's out there. It still works on it. But there are instances that people say that some of her stories, you know, maybe just her imagination running wild you know, with oh, a lot of the stuff that she says probably happened. But at the end of the day, this story, like I said, now that this whole Epstein thing has come out, I would think that maybe the people look more into the missing case of him, as well as the guy that testified saying that he had met him, that he was part of this, this abuse ring that was going on, that he was a child, um, that maybe it gets a second look and will, you know, and because this whole conspiracy uh, about this whole, you know, ring of, 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 of pedophiles, this pedophile ring is not yeah. so far fetched now that we know that actually it, it's, it's happening. It's happened, you know? Uh-huh. So that's the one I want to, you know, I'd like to see some kind of closure. And I've been, I've been reading up on this one for the last, honestly, Jose, probably the last 15 years. You know, I'll always like, oh, you know, wow. I, like I've read I, there's books I've read. There's a movie out about it. Um, and then, you know, a few YouTube channels, but it's really mm-hmm. like when you really dig into it, it gets into like all these crazy twists and turns about what's going on. And one day I would like to, like I said, I, I, I would have to write out the whole, uh, a whole uh, kind of like my, write out the whole timeline. So if we were to talk about this, I would go over that and then we could see, you know, kind of give our thoughts about what happened. But definitely, that's yeah. I would love to see that case solved. That and UFOs. I want to. I want. I want to see a UFO twenty twenty one. Yeah, you know that's. Uh, oh man, I really hate hearing stories about missing, especially missing kids. You know mm-hmm. because, you know, I have nieces and nephews, and, and just the thought of you know one of my nieces of nine, you know, being disappearing. Man, I, I'd hate that feeling. You know, I, it's I can't scary. Even imagine what that. Yeah, yeah. I mean because being. Like, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, because you don't know what happened, you know, what could somebody be doing to that mm-hmm. person? You know, it's just um, a horrible state of mind for you to be in. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, God, you know, you, you know, it's just sad that things like that actually happen, man. That's uh, to me, that's whoever's responsible for that. It's like, you know, scum of the earth. You know? Yeah. And it's like I said, with the, uh, you know, you don't think that it's always that conspiracy theory. Well, there's, is there really this kind of, you know, ring, you know, all these people working oh, yeah. together to, to do this. And again, that's a crazy conspiracy. And you don't think, and you think you're like, you think that's too far fetched, but with everything that's been coming out recently and 
and it, it, it things like this do happen you know there are these monsters that i mean for lack yeah, of a better term monsters. these monsters are out there and you're right jose it, it, it's just it's one of those things that you would not want to even imagine to have this happen to you you know when you think about it you got like you know johnny's mom has never found oh. out where you know like like i said supposedly he came to visit her when he was much older Again, that part of the story, people keep saying that she might have made that up, but she's adamant. He's like, she, he came in late one day, late at night, and he was he was with somebody else, and the other person was kind of there watching over him, and he explained to her, he's like, you know, uh, I, I'm okay, you know, this is, uh, you know, and, and and there's more to it, but still, during that time, the whole time he was looking for her, you know, you just, or the whole time she was looking for him, you just don't know, and that's, you yeah. know, that I don't want to say that's worse, but it's it's it could be equally as bad as knowing you know what happened to the person, you yeah. know. Uh, but yeah, that in my mind that would be uh, like I said, one that I would love to see resolved for because again, Johnny's mom is not getting any younger. At this point, you know this happened. You know he was what it was like maybe twelve or something when it happened in the late seventies, early eighties. You know, it would be nice to have some resolution for her um, before, uh, you know, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe she'll be around for the next like 30 years, but still, you know, it'd be nice for some resolution on that, on this case. Yeah. You know, hopefully 2021 is the year that, you know, we, we get um, a resolution on this, on this poor kids. Yeah. Um, Cause it's been what, like 30 years or something like that? 35 years, 40 years, Jose, 40, 40 years. Yeah. Like oh, 1980. Wow. Yeah. It was like 40 years on this one. Damn. Yeah, we we are not thirty. We're not young, you know. Thirty years. I look back at it too. I'm like, oh, that was only yeah. like twenty years ago. You're like, no, no, no. Yeah, oh, that was forty years ago. Yeah, the '80s still seemed like it was just like you know, it's hard to believe, but it doesn't even feel like it was almost forty years ago. No, it doesn't. Not at um, all. Damn, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that that's one of the mysteries I want to solve. That and again, aliens. It, it's always aliens. 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 I'd like to finally say. You know, it's 2021. It's time to come out, guys. Come on down. Say hello. Well, have you heard Have you heard that story about um, how the aliens have made contact with the U.S. and Israeli governments? Oh, yeah. There's always that one that, they, that we've been yeah. talking about for a while. Yeah, like, oh, how do they know, like, take me to your leader. Sure, here, we're taking you to Benjamin Netanyahu and <laughs> President Trump's office. <laughs> President Trump. So there was an, um, uh, I was watching something. Uh, I think it was last week where um, uh, President Obama was being interviewed, not uh, was interviewed recently, not after uh, this is uh, after he was pre- after he was uh, done with the presidency. So oh. maybe, maybe it was like about a month or two months ago. And they asked him, they're like, so aliens, are they real? And he didn't answer. He's just like, well, oh. like, mm. and he really did answer. People are like, oh, that's proof that aliens exist and we know about it because <laughs> Obama didn't want to answer the question. Yeah. I think that's one of those where, like, every president—that's the first thing that they want to ask—is like, "Oh, I would. Wouldn't you?" Oh yeah, I'd be like, "Take me to, you know, take me to Area Area Fifty-One." Yeah, that would be. (laughs) Would I become if if I were to ever become president? There'd be two two things. One, I would ask to have like, you know, I'd be like, I I could get any meal I want, and I would ask for a really good meal, you know. Mm. And then number two would be to go uh, to tell me about the aliens. You know. Yeah, I'd be like, take me to uh, Roswell, and then I'd be like, and who killed Kennedy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that'd, be, 
<laughs> Those would be like the two main ones, you know. Yeah, yeah, that would be uh, definitely on on the top uh, top of my list as far as. Uh, oh, man. Uh, hopefully, now, it you be know what I want to see now? As, uh, what do you call it? As the Fatima? What do you want to see? Oh yeah, <laughs> right. It's gonna be like a little. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be. Little, it's, like, it's gonna be a meteor. Yeah. It's, it's like, a, it's like a meteor, right? It's like, oh, well, see, we found a, we found some bacteria, so technically it's alien. Oh bacteria. yeah, I like, hate when unbelievable. they do that. Unbelievable! Like, that's not an alien. I'm gonna impeach myself as president. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, what were you? Yeah, I don't like. Uh, no, I was like, now I want to watch District Nine. Have you ever watched that movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I just great alien. I just movie. Re- I I rewatched it about three three weeks ago. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah, that's a, I saw that at the theaters, man. That was a great movie. I, I think I did too. It was a good movie. Uh huh. It was a damn good movie. Yeah, maybe I'll pop that in. Um, man, I don't know. I have to um, on the Geeker side. I just uh, showed you earlier. I picked up the Walk uh, 3D Blu-ray, but now mm. I want to watch um, a good Alien movie. You know, that is a good one. Mm. I just don't. It ends in such a way that you know it's like they got to be making a part two, right? But it never came out. Yeah, it's been like it's been like ten years. Yeah, <laughs> I think it came out in twenty ten actually. You know which nine? One of those. You know which is a good alien movie? One that it's it's technically an alien movie. I yeah, I think technically uh-huh. it's an alien movie, maybe. But um, Cloverfield. Did you ever see Cloverfield? Oh, that's a great movie too. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, that, that's awesome movie. That's top tier, and that's that's a great movie. And yeah, I was they, thinking about that movie not too long ago. They they did look the second one the Cloverfield Lane that was okay but the oh, third yeah. movie man that was just not good garbage yeah I have another alien movie for you I want your opinion on this because I okay. saw it at the theater I went I went on a date with this chick and we both saw it and we were kind of like I don't get it and then everyone was like it's a great movie The Arrival did you ever see that one That's the one with Jodie Foster No 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 it's the one with um, I think it's. Uh, What's the name of that chick? She came out in uh, Superman. Oh, Amy Adams. The one with the language. Amy Adams, yeah. The language Yes, one. yes, yes. I yeah. really, really like that movie. Did you? Oh, yep. man. I remember. It, I was like, uh, I wanted to like it. You know, I really uh-huh. wanted to like it. And I was at the theater watching it. And I was just like, ah, this movie kind of sucks. And I asked uh, my date at the time, you know, she was very into sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And um, I asked her that too. I was like, what did you think? And she was like, I didn't like it. And I was just like, oh, well, I'm kind of glad because I don't like it either. <laughs> but everyone else seems to love it. I don't know. So when I saw it, it was, um, it came out, uh, I think it was on, uh, what do you call it? Uh, on Amazon. It was on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I watched it there and I heard good things, but I didn't know much about it. So I went into it kind of no hype at all. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a genius movie. Mm-hmm. The way they, uh, one, the aliens don't look like, you know, like what they don't look like anything we expect. Yeah, they look you know? like squids. Yes. And it's perfectly done because when you think about it, whenever you see alien movies, the aliens have two eyes. They've got hands and fingers, you know, and legs and like an upper torso. And it's always just like, all right, they have human character, you know, like human like characteristics. But yeah. if, if life was to evolve in a different planet, it would look possibly nothing you know like what we would imagine you know it's That's got a true. whole different evolutionary tr- uh uh what do you call it a uh, trait you know i mean who knows what it would look like and i really like yeah. the way they did that it was it, the aliens didn't look the way they you know they look at other movies and on top of it the uh 
the whole premise of it, like language. Look, at, at the end of the day, yes, it is far-fetched and it is, uh, it's kind of, it's, I guess what you call pseudoscience. Like they try to make it scientific, but it's like a fake science, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I do understand that, but I think it was, I really like that movie. Hmm, maybe I should watch it again and give it another shot. Well, don't get me wrong. A lot of people don't. I know, like I've talked to people that are like, yeah, it was, you know, it's kind of, it was too, um, <laughs> for lack of a better term, it was, it had its head up its own butt, you know, like it was too snobby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe that's what it was that I don't like about it. But like when I went into it, I didn't, I wasn't expecting much and don't get me wrong. There are a lot of movies that, you know, they, they think they're smarter than they, than they really are. And you're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not digging this. Like, uh, yeah, oh, I think that's, hmm. oh, I, I was going to say, have you seen Tenet yet? No, no, no. But I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to mention another one of his movies that I thought was like that. Dark Knight Rises. Had its head up his own butt? Yeah, I just feel like that movie is <laughs> a little like, eh, you know what, whatever. Oh, no. Uh, and also, a lot of his movies, you know, actually, like, after Dark Knight, it just seemed like, um, what's the name of that other movie that he directed? Inception? Um, yeah, I thought that was another one. I was like, yeah, this movie sucks. All right. So I like Christopher Nolan. I really like his movies. Mm-hmm. I loved Memento, Inception, Batman, yeah. all of them. I really like him. Tenet, dude, it is. Oh, it is bad. It is bad. Oh, wow. It is like, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, I really, really like his movies. And, I, and, yeah, I, yeah, and my first, my first, uh, like, I didn't understand what was going on. I had no clue what's going on. So I went online. I'm like, okay, am I am I getting really this dumb? And, I, and, and there's articles. They're like, yeah, it makes no sense, and and it just it's so. There's a line in the movie where um, they they try to explain like the guys like, how does this work? Because it, it it deals with like uh, time time going backwards and forwards. And one of the scientists, mm-hmm. she's like, sometimes you just gotta go with it, or she says something like that. Oh, I'm like, wow. oh, okay, okay. So in essence, yeah. you know, th- this is this is the movie I'm watching, the one where don't you know, don't try to make it well, even they tell you. Yeah. Just just even go. The old movie tells you, just you know, put away your disbelief and just watch this movie. It's- yeah. <laughs> but it was it is bad. I would actually I I would say watch it. Maybe you're gonna like it. You know, it's one of those things where you'll be like, oh no, no, this was this was a very good movie. But I can tell you I was ugh, not impressed. Well, Interstellar is another one, you know, that I watched. I watched it one time and mm-hmm. I was like, uh, and you know, like you said, I like a lot of his movies. Memento was great. Mm-hmm. Batman Begins, awesome. Dark Knight, tremendous. You know, and after that, it just seems like, to me at least, it's been like downhill ever since. See, I, like, I, I don't know if he's just trying to outdo his like Dark Knight, maybe. That's what I, I feel like he's trying to do. Well, and, he, uh, he outdid something, all right. He was like, this last one just got awful. <laughs> I'll tell you, Jose, it was, well, it, like, was it was bad. Like I fell asleep the first time, and then um, oh, wow. I, I tried to watch it. I'm just like, I tell you, I was I was telling myself like, I don't get this. I do not know what is going on in this movie. Yeah, that's a bad sign. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how I was with the Inception. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, and I and at the end of the day, I was like, I don't know what's going on, and I don't care. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't know if it was like I said, I don't. I don't know if it's him trying to like live up to the Dark Knight, which was that movie had so much hype. It was like beyond anything, you know. I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. and it lived up to it in my opinion. Yeah, and and I think that's what it is. He's trying to like outdo himself, and um, 
and you know a lot of it's not his fault you know he just has so much pressure on him because of dark knight that you know they just expect blockbusters like i i, I haven't seen one, the last movie i saw of his was uh, interstellar like i, I think never that saw might Dun- wait what other what else is there oh dunkirk right dunkirk yeah i, I didn't watch that one I, I honestly I didn't see that one either. I totally because yeah. that one didn't seem like it's one of his movies because you know he does like he's done the Batman ones and then he does the ones that are kind of deal with like uh like Memento Arts deals ones. you know uh, Interstellar um, what is mm-hmm. and Inception they're kind of more like thrillers that kind of um, deal with you know like maybe it's not time travel but you know kind of like sci fi thrillers yeah yeah um, and that one was like a World War Two movie wasn't it or world yeah. war one mm-hmm. yeah world war two i believe yeah yeah at that point i was just like nah i don't i don't think i'm gonna um i should i should check it out but i didn't think i was gonna dig it yeah I, i'm i'm with you i was i should check it out but i'm like i don't think i'll like it you know yeah it's one of those things like watching a world war one or world war two movie or even vietnam war movies they can get really mm-hmm. depressing so i'm just like uh, i don't i mean you i, I can't think of any happy you know, World War, you know, or Vietnam movies. Usually, they're they're on the depressing side. Yeah, and also, I just don't care about that time period of wars. You know, World War Two, mm-hmm. Vietnam. You know, uh, it's more tolerable for me. But World War One, well, definitely World War Two. I think they've been they've made so many World War Two movies where I'm just like, you know what? I really don't care about World War Two anymore. <laughs> there you know, are a ton of, many them. of them. There are a ton. But Jose, with that said, I think this is. We're running out the end of our show. So as usual, if anybody has any complaints, any, uh, any, uh, uh, want us to talk about any topics, uh, want to tell us, you know, what, uh, give us their opinion on certain things, feel free to email us. Our podcast, our email is geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com. And our Twitter is at geekerscreepers. Um, and this is going to be our last, uh, podcast of the year we'll be back well, of course next week next year uh jose are there any final parting words for the people for the, the ad coming toward the end of the year yeah i just hope everyone has a happy new year and you know be responsible don't you know drink and drive if you are going to drink you know just stay home like everyone else and just you know ring in the new year i sadly have I have a rough uh, 24 hours. I have to work from 12 to 8 on New Year's Eve, and then I have to be up at 6 on New Year's Day. So Really? Sorry oh, about that, Jose. Yeah, no no drinky for me. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, I want to say thank you, everybody, who's uh, listened uh, to our podcast this year. We really, really thank you. Uh, we really appreciate yeah. it, Jose and I. We do this, you know, like I say, for fun. Um, I want to wish everybody a happy New Year. I know 2020 has been tough uh, for a lot of people. We've been stuck inside, but you know there are good things that are that will come out of this in the future. And we have a lot of you know everybody. You know we have the we have the new year to look forward to. We have new opportunities. Uh, I know everybody hasn't been able to hang around in person like they want to, but we've been able to talk through Zoom with our family members, our friends, and that doesn't mean that. You know, the love isn't there. The love is still there. You know, it's just done in a different way. It's done through Zoom. Uh, and it's been difficult, like I said, it, for everybody out there. But things are going to get better. Um, I want to thank Jose. You know, the new the 2020 brought, uh, brought us to do this podcast, something we may never have done had it Positive. not been yeah. for, uh, you know, the, the quarantine. 
I want to thank all my friends, all my family who have, you know, listened to this, but also who have been there for me. Um, even though, like I said, we haven't always been able to be there in person, but we've been there. We've talked, we've, you know, played games. I want to thank the people who watch my Twitch stream, the friends I've made through uh, Twitch. Uh, you know, oh. I definitely want to thank them. Uh, we, whenever they jump on Twitch, I'll watch their stream. They watch my stream. It's like having, you know, it's like making new friends and that's hard to do when you get older. So to them, I say, thank yeah. you. Thank you to the family. Thank you, my friends. Thank you, Jose. Here's to a new year. And yes. until next time, Jose and I, we wish you the best in life, love, and gaming. Good night, everybody.